today we got Jules Horn, who's a model from Germany and lives in New York. Uh, we're going to talk about mostly breathing, but also uh, how it works in the modeling world. So uh, welcome, Jules. Thank you for having me, guys. Yeah, Jules, it's great. I think you're the best looking man that we've had in the podcast so far. <laughs> so the, the, bench, the bench is high. Thank you. I appreciate that. Actually, that's not, it's not, it's not good for us, Patrick. It makes us look looks no. worse. So, uh, yeah. My wife here is sitting beside me, you know, and as soon as she, I asked Jules his occupation <laughs> and I said he's a model, she was bending her head or neck around the corner <laughs> just to see what, so what was he looking at, you know? Or what we, so, yeah. So this is going to be a good conversation. This is going to be a little bit different because I've often been intrigued, and Daniel, I'll pass it on to you, because we, we look towards people in society and they get a lot of attraction. And, you know, today's society is very much... I have a 10 year old kid, how many followers are on Instagram, how many followers on TikTok, all of that pressures. And I really like to get in because society looks up to very much um, people in that position, Jules, in terms of our own model and being a model, getting inside your head a little bit and seeing the negatives and the positives, talking about what would you say to a 15 or 20 year old, your own career path and all of that stuff. So, yeah, I think we'll, we'll kick off just maybe a little bit of background. Yeah, so I, um, I grew up in Germany in a little village in Bavaria in the south of Germany. Um, I have three sisters, I actually have a twin sister as well, so I grew up in a bigger family, considered now these days because everyone has only like two children. Um, so, yeah, and then I, I finished school when I was 16. I started to work as an industrial mechanic in a company for seven years. And then when I was 20, 23, uh, a friend of mine, she was like, you should try modeling. She would back, back then, she was part-time modeling a little bit. And I was like, well, I might as well try it. So I sent out a, a few pictures. I took some snapshots of uh, myself, sent it out to small agencies. And then like one step to another, basically I signed with a small agency and then with a bigger one in Germany. And then I had my first trip to America 2015 to LA for three months. It went quite well. Then I went back to Germany, got my visa done in 2016, basically moved to, to the States. Um, <clears throat> I was quite lucky in the beginning because I was shooting with a big photographer, with Bruce Weber back then. And then he launched my whole career in New York. I signed with a great agency here and then it just went from there. And now I'm here already over four years and it's been a great journey. It's not been easy, I have to say, but I appreciate every day and I really feel grateful. I'm really grateful to have this life. And I know a lot of people um, back home always said to me, you couldn't, you'll never make it. But, you know, I think it's always about what you put in your head and how, how much work you put in, your, uh, in that journey. And then you can reach anything, I guess. <clears throat> so, so if we talk about, I've, I've read many articles from you and and you're also an oxygen uh, advantage instructor and obviously being focused on the physical part you know diet and, and and so on and working out is is i guess fairly normal but what about the the mental aspects of of, of, of breathing methods and handling the the pressure of of the being able to to work at uh, you know at an instant notice and also handling large following and all that how do you how do you handle that? And what do you, what do, you do for, for breathing, so to speak? So I actually just got into breathing like last year in October. 
And before I, you know, I've been, I'm German and I'm a Capricorn and I'm pretty dedicated to what I'm doing. And I always, like since two or three years, I always have like in my head, I want to get up every day and feel better than the day before. And I want to be the best version of myself. And of course, with the modeling, you have a certain pressure on yourself because you need to look a certain way every single day. Because it could be that you don't work for four weeks and then they, at, on, at a random day, you just get a call and you need to show up at a client and then you book, you might book a big job, you know. So there's, there's a lot of pressure. And I figured out the right diet for myself. I'm, I'm vegan, I'm plant-based for myself. And then last year when I got introduced to breathing from a friend of mine, in the beginning I was like, oh, you know, it's just, it's just a breath. It can't be that that hard, you know, like I've been active my whole life. And um, mainly I thought always like, okay, if you want to be in shape, you need to like work out, you need to eat a certain way. And that's all, it's all part of the, of the whole process and it's part of the bigger picture. But then once I got introduced to breathing and I, I first measured my bolt score, I was like, this is kind of crazy because it was below 20 seconds. And it's like... I, I was really getting curious about it and really got into it. So I really would like develop a certain routine for myself. I would do, do like the longer breath holds twice a day at least. And during the day I would do like um, air hunger and stuff, and all those little exercises when I was walking around the city. And all of a sudden I saw literally a major improvement, mainly like my sleep got much better. A, a big thing was really digestion. like. I would always have trouble a little bit, not being like co completely constipated, but I never felt like I go to the bathroom and I'm fully empty, you know. It's a topic that not many people talk about and want to hear, but in the end of the day, like... That's an important one. We all have to go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's, the thing is really, it's really interesting because now the more models or like general, in, people in general, I start talking about it because I'm not shy about it anymore, you know. And a lot of females especially suffer from major constipation and like IBS and all that stuff because especially models, female models, <clears throat> because in the past they would mess up the whole diet and then they'd be like the whole gut and microbiome is like a mess, you know. So that improved majorly for me because it's really now it's almost like if I do my breath work in the morning, I get up and that's the first thing I do. I immediately run to the bathroom and it basically like is exactly what you need, you know? So, and on top of that, I just, I'm just much more sent. I feel much more centered and calm and there's not much that can kick me off the, of the road, you know, in my head anymore, because in a sense, it's like, I listen to so many podcasts of you, Patrick, and it's really so true in any situation you are in, it's, it's just like when you get stressed out, just sit back, take a second, even if it's a meeting, nobody likes gonna, nobody's going to yell at you when you take 10 seconds and just close your eyes for a second and go within, you know, and then your whole nervous system um, go, goes down and like, you tap into parasympathetic nervous system and you just feel so much better. And it's just, I mean, I've been doing it now a little bit over three months and it's just the beginning. And I know the more I'm doing it and the more I'm listening to within, the better it becomes, you know. And all those exercises now I've been doing, um, I do in the morning, I, I started with a sitting 
like I did uh, sitting, long breath hold sitting the first three months. And now I started just like walking and then running and um, high knees basically in, the, in one place for five, time, five rounds. And I, I wear the pulse oximeter, uh, pul yeah, the pulse mm -hmm. oximeter. And <clears throat> I always try to go below like 80 around, around 80 ish. And it's just great because you see, you improve your, my health improves my, um, my cardiovascular um, health in, improves as well. And it just feels so much better, you know? So it's been quite a journey and I love mm. it. It's, it's very interesting. Would you have considered yourself to have had a racing mind or a lot of thought activity? And would that, has that changed? I know you have, say for instance, if you're going into a meeting, you'll bring your attention and slow down your breathing for say 10 seconds. But if we change respiratory physiology, has your overall, by bringing breathing exercises into your everyday life, has that made any difference in terms of your ability to be centered when you go into a meeting? And also I'm sure doing a photo shoot, like I, I don't know, but I don't know if it's for the normal population. How can you smile with a relaxed face when you've got this camera literally looking at you and the pressure to smile, it's not easy to do either. Yeah, I mean, I have to say the, my whole, like my whole mindset basically changed since I started doing the breathing because it's not just when I'm at a shoot or when I have a meeting, it's also, you know, like New York is very stressful. And then if I, especially now with this Corona and like this pandemic, Obviously, there's not that much work either. And then you, I could freak out every single day about it, you know, but it doesn't change anything either. So it's really like I, I feel so much more centered in general, as I said earlier, and I'm just more calm and anxiety almost went completely away. And every time, for example, yesterday was kind of one of those days where a little bit of anxiety would come up. And then I just started doing a like... Um, this breathing exercises where I would like inhale for four and I would exhale for six. And when I exhale, I hum as loud as I can. And I did that for 10 rounds and like everything is gone. You know, you just, I was happy actually again, you know, and it's just, it's simple things. And when I tell people, they were a lot of people right now, unfortunately still think it's not a big deal breathing and it's not important, but it literally changes like your whole mindset within two minutes. And then people, what you said earlier with social media and all that stuff, you know, it's like people don't want to take 10 to 20 minutes, maybe once or twice a day to focus on, on breath and to try to improve themselves. But they don't, they don't mind like scrolling on the phone for two, three hours every single day, you know? So it's kind of like, I had that mindset too, but we all have we all have the ability to change and we all have the ability to mm, create our own destiny you know and i think if you if you want to achieve anything in life you just have to like sacrifice certain things and i, I guess it's not a bad thing to put your phone away for a couple of hours a day more often and just to focus on yourself on your health and on your um internal well-being you know so w once i started doing that it's really it's, it's just so much better. And on top of that, it's not just myself who notices, you know, a lot of people coming up to me and now saying, what, 
what am I doing? You know, what's, uh, what's your daily routine and why are you so calm all the time? It's that, and I say, well, you know, it took me a while, but now I just want to really give back to the, to the, to everyone else, like to people who follow me, to friends, to family members. It's not easy because a lot of people just, as I said, don't take it really seriously breathing, but I know we are all on the right path. And the more we can spread the world, the word in the world out there, the more people will jump on the train and the more people will feel better, you know, especially the more um, parents introduce it into, into the children, the better the whole uh, health community and everything is going to be because, you know, I mean, you know much more about that as I do, Patrick, but um, yeah, it's breathing for children is such a big thing, especially like teeth development and like face, facial structure. Everyone will look great, but if you breathe through your mouth in and out as a child all the time, you don't- I'm not going to be a model. I I don't don't know that you're not a mouth breather. <laughs> you were a nose breather as a child. No, but, but, you, but you're right, Jules, as far as, as uh, it seems like you've grown more and more conscious. Uh, it's, it's a constant evolution. You uh, I've read some articles about, you know, the diet, that's one thing, and now, now breathing, being more focused internally than externally. And, and it's, it's very difficult to tell people about this. I think that's the crux of the problem, that you have, have to experience it. And it takes some time sometimes, you know. It's not always immediate. So yeah. Some people get it sooner than others, but uh, it, it can take a few months and you need some sort of dedication for that. I mean, the problem in general in our society right now, I feel like with social media and all that stuff is that everyone wants a quick fix, you know? So, you know, I could have done <clears throat> some sort of fitness app or sell an ebook and promise people, oh, here's your six week apps or whatever. And yes, you can make a lot of money with that. But for myself, I don't think it's just, I don't want to be associated with anything like that because I truly believe there's no quick fixes in life, you know. Look, I'm, I'm 31 now. I was breathing wrong, probably like, let's say, 28 years, the first two years as a, as a child, probably I would breathe right. And then 28 years, or maybe less a little bit, 25 years, I was breathing a lot through my mouth. And I'm not gonna fix my breathing that I messed up for 25 years in like six weeks, you know. It, take, it takes a time, so I can't, of course, I want to have a bolt score 40 plus seconds, but that's not going to happen overnight either, you know. But if you tell someone like, oh, you know, you should start breathing because it, that helps your health, that helps your mind and everything. And then in the beginning, it's very, very hard. I remember when I started because it's very emotional. Like if you have anxiety and if you feel stressed out 24-7, you start breathing. Holding your breath for 30 seconds is a big deal and people freak out and then you don't want to do things that are uncomfortable every single day because who want to feel uncomfortable, you know, but you just have to, you just have to believe in yourself and believe in the journey, you know, and then rather than putting, putting your destination in your mind, it's like, like enjoying the journey, you know, because the journey is a destination as they say, and, and book the alchemy. You, you know? What do you do? Like, do you have a specific morning routine and, uh, like on a daily basis, but also when you come to a, f a photo shoot, when uh, do you always do something before or is it, or is it just when you feel a little bit anxious or the pressure is piling on 
if you've been away for like three or four weeks and a little bit rust you do do you have like routines to kind of handle this yeah so i mean i'm i'm a little bit insane <laughs> i mean but it's just my personality and so i would get up every day around between four and five depending depending on my day and my morning routine takes quite a time with like everything now with the breathing so i do breathing <clears throat> i have a small workout then i do like 30 minutes yoga then i do ice cold showers every day for like for six seven minutes depending but I think it's just um, in general, no, I don't say to people, you have to do the same thing as I do because not everyone is the same and everyone has a different life. You know, if I, have, if I would have two children or one child, it's impossible to, to do what I'm doing, you know, because you have to take care of your children and, or if I have a, it would have a different job. But I really do believe everyone has to find a, a routine for themselves that, you, that you're able to stick to. And then you have to focus on what, what, is, what are your goals, you know? For me, it's obviously like I want to feel the best I, I, I can feel every single day. So the stuff I do and I develop for myself, the morning routine, I know it. I benefit from it every single day, even though certain days you get up in the morning and you don't feel the way you want to feel. But I know once I've done all my stuff in the morning, I get out of the cold shower and if I sit down for meditation, I feel amazing, you know? So it's just about, as I said earlier, it's, you, you need to like put a, little, put a little bit of work in it. And because in the end of the day, nothing good comes easy. You have to be patient and finding a routine that works for you and really focus more on, the, on going within than going without, you know, going outside. Because I really have to say, since I started breathing more, like my meditation got much more, much better because I'm, I'm just able to quiet my mind when I sit down. You know, I would focus on breathing in for four and out for six. And once you do that for, for a couple of minutes, all of a sudden, like, there, there are no thoughts anymore, you know. And then I just feel much more relaxed when I get out of my meditation. And I'm actually able to listen to my body, you know. Because now, back a few, few months back, I would always, like, okay, I set a, a schedule for the week. I need to work out. I need to run, I need to do this, I need to do that. And now I just get up every morning and I listen, okay, to my body and say, okay, today I don't, I don't really need to do all of that. I rather have time for myself. Maybe I go for a walk in the park, in Central Park. And I, I focus more on my, on my breathing and all that stuff, you know. And then when it comes to work and I go, I have a meeting with my agent or I have to take digitals or I have a photo shoot or whatever it is, the more I really sit down and quiet my mind before that, the easier it becomes. And it's with everything, you know, people, people think it's always a miracle that you, you go to a photo shoot and you have to be present. And it's very overwhelming because in certain, certain shoots, there can be like 20 plus people, you know, and of course you have to perform. It's almost like you're an, you're an athlete. I see it almost as, as I'm being an athlete because you have to be ready when it, when you have your, it's basically a race you know if i'm a sprinter i have to perform every day i have to train for a race and it's kind of like when i'm a model you need to develop a, a certain day daily routine for yourself that it, that makes sure you're ready when it's when the time comes you know and the time is like it can be tomorrow it can be the day after you know it can be in three four weeks so it's just the older I grow, the more I realize that, you know, that it's kind of like, 
you have to figure out a way to live first of all that you enjoy so i don't want to like miss out on any things that i that bring me joy and that i like you know but it's also you have to find a way to to look a certain way and to feel good every single day in order to like perform on that day um that you have a shooting or whatever it is you know and <clears throat> of course if you go in on the media and look how 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 this whole fashion industry works it's very glamorous it's a lot of partying it's drinking some people might take drugs you know but i'm i'm far away from that i i did it in the beginning a little bit i would go out and i stopped almost drinking completely out of glass of, of wine every other week maybe you know when it's a celebration or anything like that but it's just me because i know what's good for myself and of course if you like a glass of of red wine every single night and that doesn't hinder the way you feel on a daily basis it's fine you know i don't say to people you need to you need to be vegan you need to do this you need to do that because it's a, it's exactly the opposite than what you, what you're going to reach with those people because in the end of the day is, is the problem is if i tell someone you need to start breathing every single day in the beginning it's like taking telling a little child you can't have the candy so the, the child of course want to have the candy and the person doesn't want to breathe because it's uncomfortable so i try to figure out right now a way to show people to live that life i'm living right now and then rather sh- living by example and showing people what is possible and how i can change my personal life and other people's life with the way i'm i'm living it so it's better to in my opinion it's better to live by example rather than putting so much pressure on other people you know and i think what what you do patrick with like all your books all those podcasts it's exactly the same thing because you just tell people this is possible and then all those little stories you have in the book and like you tell on the podcast and you find online it's just for me it's very inspiring because you see that people change their entire life with just starting breathing you know and again it's like if we are a little bit going into our head you know you can go everyone is so focused on diet and what to drink how to exercise but how long can you go without food weeks you know weeks on end without water a couple of days and without breath like if you go 5 minutes then you already then you really good breather you know so it's kind of like it's very simple and clear which should be focused on but totally got got forgotten in the past on and as i said like i i'm being honest mm. i never thought it's that powerful for myself either you, you know jules when you go for a walk in central park do you do you bring yourself into present moment awareness what do you do do you have any routine i'm just i'm quite conscious that you you seem to be quite aware of bringing attention inwards and in very much in new york there's so much going on that most people's yeah. attention is going to be going outwards so how, what do you do? Do you make a concerted effort? Do you say to yourself, um, or does it just start happening naturally? I really have to say, um, the biggest thing would help me in, in terms of breathing is really when I walk and just focus on four in and six out. So I have like six breath per minute, and I do mm-hmm. it for a couple of minutes. It's really like everything else what's going on in my head goes away, you know. And it's actually really, really simple and easy. to do you know of course in the beginning it takes a while to adapt to it especially when you have never done it and 
when you move around and walk, it's really hard. And it was really hard in the beginning, but now it's just super simple and easy. And for example, I went to the park yesterday and then of course you're on your phone. I was on my phone. I was doing this and that, take pictures. And then all of a sudden, like I look around, you know, and then I start doing this breathing exercise and you ju I just feel an immense joy within myself, you know, and I'm really, really grateful because just to live in this city, to be able to walk in Central Park is, uh, is such a big, big deal actually for myself. But I often forget about it, you know. And the thing is, in our society, we always want more. We always want to be better. We always want this. We, we, we run after that. We want to have more money. We want to have a better job, you know. But in the end of the day, what I learned a lot the past month, especially during the pandemic, is really like sitting back and reflecting where you are, you know, and what you have, and then going within yourself, it's, it's the best thing you can do. Because all of a sudden, like things, like, as I just said, walking in Central Park is so precious, you know, and it's actually priceless, because I then think, okay, so many people would spend a lot of money to fly right now to New York and have the same experience as I do, you know, and for me, it's for free. So, of course, as I said, like, it's good to be driven and it's good to have goals and it's great to, to want to reach certain things in life, but it's really important to be present in the moment too, because otherwise you, you just like put yourself in a race that you're never able to win. Yeah. And you're basically in a hamster wheel. And at one point you fall off that wheel and you just simply burned out, you know? It, it yeah. seems like, it seems like you, you have many different use of slow breathing, maybe in the morning, but also like you said, walking in Central Park, but yeah. also maybe before a photo shoot because, so you can actually do with lying down, walking, and maybe maybe sitting as well. You do it also with the humming, so you get the, the nitric oxide effect as well. So it's a, it's, I think it's very difficult sometimes for people to know what exercise to use and why you do it and when to do it. Yeah. But you kind of exemplify that you do it, you know, in, uh, throughout the day and, and in different ways. I think, um, all those exercises, Patrick, you, you give in the books is so amazing. But in the end of the day, I think everyone has to find their own exercise and implement what works for yourself, you know, and implement it into your day, you know. For example, when I have a, I have a meeting in the morning and I know I, I'm a little bit in a rush, I can't sit down and do like the long breath holds sitting. It takes me like the whole thing takes me 25, 30 minutes, you know, with warming up and all that. So what I do now is I just, I do high knees. I go all out and it's like 25, 30 seconds. And then I recover, do it five times. It's 10 minutes. It's done. You know, of course it took me a while to get there, but in the end of the day, you just have to find your own routine. It's, I can't tell people, okay, you need in the beginning. Yes. You need to start somewhere to guide them. That's why I, I, I did the breath coach coaching certification to guide people but in the end of the day you don't want to be a coach 24 7 for the whole for the entire life because people need to be become aware of uh, what works for them you know for example i started it's a funny it's that's actually a funny one because so during my um cold showers about two weeks ago i started um for, doing four breath in and i would hum and exhale for eight breaths for, for eight, eight seconds. seconds. So I, I inhale for four and exhale for eight seconds and hum as loud as I can in the shower. 
And it's really, really interesting, fascinating to me. First of all, the time passes like nothing, so quick. And the water actually almost gets warm because you get so out of your mind, you know, that when you, st I remember first when I started doing those ice cold showers, like 30 seconds a minute, it was like, it was terrible because all you do is like focusing on the cold of the water. And then once you get out of your head with those exercises, with the breathing and whatever it is, it's just nothing, you know, it's just seven, six, seven minutes and then you're done, you know, and it's, it's just a small example because there's so many other things in life. You can implement the, the breathing into it and mm. things, thought, things you would think before that are super hard and in, uh, super intense and you can't do them actually is the opposite because right. once, once you focus on the breath, it's, it becomes, it becomes like, like a piece mm. of cake. You know. <laughs> I, think, I think that's uh, hitting a, a great example because breathing should be used. Like you say, when you're taking a cold shower, when you're walking, when you're playing an activity, that's the whole point. So people may be always uh, kind of connected to when you're laying down. You can do it walking, running, playing something in cold shower. It's, it, you can combine good habits to make it even more powerful. So that, yeah. that is a great example with the, with the uh, cold shower, for example. And especially with training. So it took me really almost eight weeks to be fully able to work out and do all the exercises I'm doing while breathing only through my nose. And it was the first six weeks, I think, my nose was running like 24-7. It was kind of incredible to see. And I remember... I have a really heavy jump rope. It's like a one pound, like 500 gram jump rope. And it's really hard to do. And I remember when I started doing the, the breathing and really focused on nose breathing only while working out, I could barely like do a minute. And now I've been doing like, it's not, it just got better, you know? As you say, Patrick, in, in, the, in, your, in your book and everywhere, it's like in the beginning, you might step to make two steps back but then like you step 10, you go 10 steps forward because you, everything gets much better. And it's, it's so amazing to me to see. And also what I noticed is when I now meet people and I look at people and I have a conversation with certain people, I really notice how, how they stressed out and how they breathe. You know, I met this one girl the other day, she was so hyper. And then I, I was just saying to her, what's going on with you? Like you hyperventilated, you do like she was hyperventilating all the time. Like why she was like, she was going on and on. I was like, you need to calm down a little bit, you know? And then, but a lot of people get defended. Then they were like, how can you, how, how, how do you know what's going on? Why do you know that, you know? And it's just the more, I think the more aware, the more you get, the, when you, uh, the more aware you are of yourself, the more you get aware of other people as well, you know? Yeah, I think we sense it because we're not just, you know, if we're polluting our own minds, we're not just polluting our own minds. We're polluting yeah. the atmosphere of the room. And you'll often have sensed it, you know, you're in a room and somebody walks into the room and automatically you can feel it. Yeah. And you, you don't even have to sometimes talk with the person. You don't even have to look at them. You can just feel it. I think we're very connected as human beings and we're connected probably in ways that we don't often realize that there's some, some connection that way. Um, two things, Jules. Earlier on, you said that you're very calm going into a photo shoot. I'm just thinking of 
high performance achievers saying, well, I don't want to feel calm. I want to be going in. So maybe they don't want to do a breathing exercise because they want to be going in at full throttle. Um, can you just give us a little bit about that? Is it a state of mind whereby you're, you're focused, but yet you're relaxed that you're in that state? Yeah, exactly. I mean, <clears throat> I have to say in the beginning, I, I remember a couple of years back, especially I was super nervous. And I also, in being in front of a few people, I always like, okay, I, ne I never done that before. And I got really, really nervous. And now I really have to say, with the breathing, it's just, it's just so simple and easy. I'm really focused and I'm not nervous at all, but, and I know I can do whatever they want me to do, you know? If they want me to jump around, I can do that, you know? And it's just, I'm, first of all, I'm much more self-aware and I'm 10 times more confident, you know? I know I can do it and nothing like, there's nothing that distracts me, you know? Because it's only, it's always in our heads. Mm. We distract ourselves. We are the we are the our own worst enemy in the end of the day, you know. And once you once you conquer your own enemy with breathing exercises that helped me the most, as I said, um, all of a sudden there's no enemy there anymore. So you can be fully yourself, and people notice it, you know, because you walk in as you just said, you walk in a room, and you have a different energy, you know. And people are look at you and like, what happened, you know? People actually ask me, did you lose weight? Did you have a new haircut? I was like, no, actually not, you know? So they don't, they know something is different, but they can't figure out what it is. And that's why in the end of the day, we all made out of energy. So, and we all, in the end of the day, we all won. So once you shift your, your mind and your whole energetic level towards positivity and towards like a more conscious, co conscious living, people recognize it and people realize it. And then that's the thing, uh, what I think is going to help me to reach more people and to tell people, okay, you need to do this in order to feel better, in order to leave anxiety behind, in order to get out of your depression, you really should start focus on your breath. Just skip two or three workouts a week and, and take the time you have, um, instead of going to those crazy workouts, just take the time and sit down and go within. And that ultimately leads you to a much better um, life and you feel much better. And, and ultimately you can even work out harder in the end of the day because you're able to, to do so because you're not in your head anymore all the time, you know? And you're not stressed out, you're not anxious. Do you think, Jules, that, that it, what's the, what's the what, what you're talking about, what's the maturity level in the model world? Like how many people are, are aware of this or doing it? Uh, what would you say? Are you very unique or is it a lot of people or it's just started to come with, uh, with taking care of the mental aspects uh, uh, of yourself, like breathing method, for example? So I think um, with the mental aspect, a lot of more, more and more people getting into it. And with the breathing, actually, unfortunately, I haven't seen that many. All the people I, I talk about and when someone would do some sort of breath work, it's, it's simply the Wim Hof method. And in the end, it's like, I do believe, I, I did it a little bit, but I have to say like after two weeks, I was like, that doesn't feel right for myself because especially in a city like New York, where you're already stressed out, where you're already like in a fight or flight mode 24 seven, laying down in the morning and getting like your heart rate up and like feel, yeah, you feel great, but it puts you in a fight or flight mode where you're already in. So it's basically, you want to pour water in, in a full cup 
eventually it overflows and you just feel not good anymore, you know? So a lot of people simply only doing that right now, but I already talked with my agent and what I'm going to do is uh, once this Corona situation is a little bit better here and more people get vaccinated and all that stuff, I really want to do um, just workshops, small workshops in the agency, you know, first they're going to, I know if I'm going to start with the agents and they see how you can shift your mindset and like your, your well-being within a couple of minutes, they, they want me to bring in, do the same stuff for, for younger models or for, for people who are in town, like for models who are in town, you know, that's kind of like the goal because that's how we can spread the, the word, you know. And that's I do super. Believe, yeah, I mean, look, Patrick, I think we all have to start somewhere and I'm, I'm, I'm really uh, grateful and, uh, that you do all that work and it's been quite a journey for you over 20 years, right? So, and now all of a sudden people slowly start to, to realize how important it is. So it must be, it was really frustrating for you in the beginning, no? Because it's kind of like talking to a wall. Nobody, you want to bring it out, but nobody want to listen, right? Well, I suppose I learned one rule of Tom. I didn't want to waste my energy unnecessarily. Yeah. And if I was talking to somebody and if I felt they weren't interested and, you know, they may have been different societies for respiration and things like that, I wouldn't waste my energy. So, I, you know, I, you made a really good point even before we started recording. You come up in a small village and I did too. And often, too often, we, we're, we're influenced not just by the negative criticism in our own minds, but the negative criticism of other people that especially I think in small villages, it happens. Who are you? You'll never be a world-class model. You, you want to go to New York? You must be dreaming. You know, this sort of stuff. Yeah. And I think one way, Jules, in terms of quietening the mind and bringing our attention inwards and bringing it into our everyday life. You know, I've seen people who meditate and they look wonderful and there's, they have all of the beads and everything. And for half an hour, they're meditating. And the rest of the day, their mind is a mess. And meditation is not. And I don't even use the word meditation because I think it conveys too much of kind of left of field. But it's really about focus and concentration and training the brain. That's what we're looking to achieve. Training the brain that we can, regardless of criticism from outside or internal, that we can bring our focus back. And it's really about setting a target. And the other thing that I think was wonderful, what you said, the rat race. And I can remember it. And Daniel, I'd love to get your input too, because, you know, there is this thing with society that we have to succeed. And we're in such a rush to get to the future. And I was there as well. You know, I wasn't in the, in the financial industry, so I have no experience whatsoever about that. But in, this, in the rush to get to the future, we miss the present moment. And once we get to the future, the goalposts move and we're chasing it again and we're chasing it. And kids are taught this. You know, kids are chasing it. Get out of uh, junior school into high school. Out of high school, you have to get grades. Get out of high school or you get into university, you have to go to the corporate world. You know, so between the two of you, yeah, there's some great points here. Daniel, your input as well, which goes with 
you know, the pressures inside the model industry, the finance, the finance world. Yeah, I mean, I've been, I think I've been on several hamster wheels. So it's, it's uh, at, at the same time. So it's, uh, it's even worse. I think it's all about like, like uh, what we spoke about earlier, about being conscious, awareness, that if you're not, you just keep on chasing the whole time. And it, it will happen anyways. But the more you bring attention to, to your breath, I think you have a better chance of not just chasing the whole time. Uh, so it, it doesn't matter if you're in finance or modeling or if you're in other sports. It, it's the same kind of uh, method. But the uh, question I want to ask you, Jules, is how do you think when you're holding these workshops, how are you going to reach younger models? Because I know if somebody told me when I was 20, I was not susceptible to any of this. So uh, all the things that you're saying is correct. But uh, bringing, if you talk to yourself as a 20-year-old, do you think that would have worked? <clears throat> I think a lot of models in their early 20s, especially girls, they are uh, much more mature than um, other people from where, for example, grew up, you know, when you're in your early 20s, you live a totally different life. But especially like models in New York, when they're in their early 20s, they kind of like much more mature already. And I have to say, I just, I just know when I have like, say like 20 people, 20 models in front of myself, and the minute I start measure the bolt score and they see where they at and I know they all kind of like driven because everyone wanna, who's in New York, as you know, um, wanna like achieve certain things, you know? And then when you say, well, let's say you have a bolt score of four, uh, 15 seconds, you, you're far below where you should be. And then all of a sudden, like, I know they're gonna get big eyes and they're like, how can I get better, you know? And then I can just like, just tell them, certain certain methods and like certain exercises and it's i agree you know patrick it's like i'm the same because once i figure out when i talk to someone and i figure out the person is actually not interested at all i just don't go any further because it doesn't make sense and i don't want to waste my time you know so of course if, if there would be 20 people and three people three of those kids or, or whoever that is you know is not interested that's fine for me too you know because you can't like help everyone at the same time they, their time will come and they will know when it's the right time. But in the end of the day, we can only do as much, you know, and I can talk to a hundred people every single day and say, you know, you should do that. You should do that. But if a hundred people say every day to myself, to me, well, I don't think it's great for myself. I've been breathing 30 years and I, I don't have any problems. Then it's maybe like, well, yeah, but you don't, the thing is really people don't actually know how well, how good they can feel, you know, and I figure that out right now for myself and it's just getting better and better, you know, because the higher your score gets, the better you feel during the day, the calmer your mind is, the better you like my, as I said, like my digestion, everything gets better. Food cravings like going away because you don't, you, you don't crave anything because you're happy with yourself, you know? So it's all, all those distractions that we think we need you don't actually need all you need is like being present in the moment and then figuring out what you want to do next you know because that's actually how, how i think <clears throat> you can, can you you can achieve only your goals when you sort of being in the moment and actually able to tap within in yourself in your own mind because otherwise you're just rushing around and going crazy and listening to people giving you advice it might not be right and you go in a direction as we said like you put yourself on hamster wheel and then you fall off yeah, and you I, think, I think what you're saying is correct i think there is a 
that's that fine line between, I guess, what you're doing, the marketing, like breathing and doing like a bolts course and, and so on versus selling, telling somebody you should yeah. do that. So, but I think it seems like we come back to bolt score a couple of times that that's the, like kind of like maybe the aha moment for a lot of people that when they realize that if you should have a bolt score around roughly 25 seconds, that most people are not up to 25 seconds and below it's really a form of dysfunctional breathing pattern. So was that a little bit of your aha moment when you realized that your, your bolt score was too low? Yeah, totally. I mean, it was, it was a big wake-up moment for me. And then I was just trying to figure it out ever since to get it up, you know. Now, for myself, it's very interesting to see also the, the certain foods really affect my bolt score a lot, you know. So I know, for example, I don't do well with gluten anymore. I don't really eat gluten. I know when I have gluten for dinner, let's say I have whatever, like a piece of bread or anything, the next morning I wake up and my bolt score is totally off. It's really interesting. And I, I do believe it has something to do with, with inflammation. And I guess, uh, Patrick, you probably can talk more about that. But if your body's inflamed, like your digestive system, like it affects your breath, right? I think definitely it's, there's a stress there. We see, without doubt, inflammation of the lungs um, reduces bolt score. No question about it. So if it's affecting, if lung inflammation is reducing both score, it, it could be, you know, inflammation throughout the body or, you know, yeah. that will also have an impact. Um, there's other aspects that influence both score. It, there is a cognitive component to it. A person's tolerance of CO2, carbon dioxide. It's, it's a useful indicator. Um, and I'd always hope that people wouldn't get stressed especially with perfectionist tendencies that they're pushing themselves. But, you know, it is, it's definitely a really good, I suppose the one thing that we have is we know when we're making progress in terms of breathing. And the other thing, Jules, is we'd like to see that people feel better quick, quickly. And I had talking about aha moments was when I started breathing through my nose during sleep, that was a game changer for me. And 50% of the adult population persistently mouth-breathe during sleep. You know, they may not be mouth-breathing for 100% of the time, but certainly more than, you know, 50, 60% of the time. And there's little things like this that we can change. Um, were you a mouth-breather during sleep? Do you remember waking up with your mouth dry? So, or were, was it, were you a nose-breather during sleep? Did you find any difference in terms of that? That's actually very interesting. Yeah, I want to talk about that because I would wake up so many times, especially every time I was in New York longer than, let's say like six to eight weeks, I would wake up in the morning and I never really paid attention whether my mouth was dry or not. But before I started breathing, I would wake up, my, my face would be all swollen and I, f I felt just exhausted, you know? And I was like, that's so weird. And I talked to people and they were like, maybe your sheets, maybe you ate something, but I changed everything and never would go away. I started breathing in the first, after the first day I did the breath work. I literally, ever since, I've been taping my mouth every single night. Wow. And I've been, it's a, I wake up in the morning, I feel fresh, I'm alert. My face is not swollen at all, I just look normal. And it's such a difference. And it makes such a huge difference. And I mean, I guess like after three, four months, you adapted uh, no spring, but I do, I, I probably for sure will take my mouth till 
for the rest of my mm. life, probably. I do think... Do you, know, do you know, the more we think about this, I actually think that there's an application for the model industry because beauty sleep is true. Yeah. If you don't have a good night's sleep, it shows in the face. But also, the whole vagus nerve and the expressions of the face and by stimulating the vagus nerve, so people who have good facial expressions. So part of the modeling routine is to be able to change, you know, the expressions of your face to suit yeah. the, the, the photo you're trying to create. Um, this is an avenue that would be very interesting to look down for the modeling world. Focusing on, and that may be one thing, Daniel, because I think when we can, when, if a model realizes that, yes, I'm waking up tired every morning and, you know, you're not going to look the same. If you're, if you're looking, if you're feeling groggy, you're going to look groggy. Um, and also then in terms of stimulating the vagus nerve, that if you're, go, if you're stressed going into a shoot, can you look calm and relaxed? Do, does it ever happen, Jules, that a model is just a little, I know a little bit of stress is good, but does it ever happen that a model is just a little bit too stressed and they can't relax during the shoot or do they find it easy just to switch off? I mean, it really depends. Everyone is kind of like a little bit different, but I think I've seen when when someone comes on the uh, on set and they're already running like on the edge. It doesn't take much to get them over the edge, you know. So, and then all of a sudden, the whole the whole energy on set shifts. I've seen that like many times. It's not just like models in general. It's it's also the whole fashion industry because we all have the same pressure, and then. If you if you're stressed out, if your anxiety, if you don't sleep well, all that stuff, and they come on set, and you literally you need to switch on the the lights, and you need to be present like all the time. It's really really hard. I I remember when I had nights or when I would be stressed out and I didn't sleep well, get up in the morning and I, it's just like the whole day is a mess, you know. And you obviously you don't perform the way you should, and the pictures don't look the way you they wanted to to look. Mm. And it's really, really interesting because as you just said, it's like, it's like a, basically a full circle for the whole, for everyone in, in the beginning, but especially like in the fashion, the beauty industry, whatever you want to call it, it's, we all want to have to look good in a sense, you know, in that industry, you have to perform well. And then when you figure out how to sleep well and how to breathe right, how to calm down your nervous system. Mm. I mean, you just benefit from it, you know? And that's, I think those points are really, really big. And I can, when I bring that up to other models and to other people in the industry, that's how you, how you get their attention, you know? Because if you tell them, it's, as I said, like if you, if you tell someone, oh, you can get uh, a six pack in six weeks, they're gonna do everything you, need, you tell them for six weeks, you know? Of course they don't get it in six weeks. And then they fall off. But if I say to someone, look, if you do a little bit of work, maybe like twice, 10 minutes, twice, 15 minutes, every single day in the morning and evening, you'll sleep better. Your digestion is going to be better. Your nervous system calms down. Your anxiety goes away and you've, you're going to fight against your depressions or whatever you're dealing with. You know, I think this is, those points are really key. That's going to be very helpful for, for myself to reach more people in that industry, you know? It's super. It's great. Yeah. yeah, like you said, Patrick, I think if you breathe poorly and you then sleep poorly and you wake up and you're, you don't feel optimally and you go into a photo shoot, I'm sure it's much more difficult to be able to 
focus on what you need to do. So I think it, it, it all makes sense that it's a, it's a trickling effect and it all, it all affects, affects you. For most people, they may not even know that it affects them. They just feel it, but they don't know really what to do. So it, it, is, very, it is very tricky. Yeah. yeah. Well, we've just created a new industry. Jules, you're heading breathing for models. Yeah, perfect. I mean, I'm, I'm happy to do that because I do believe I'm, like, my purpose in life is also like to <clears throat> inspire and help other people to lift up their lives, you know, and to feel better. And that's why I chose to, to become an uh, Oxygen Advantage coach. And I've done like nutrition coaching stuff in the past as well. And I think once you once I'm able to just help more people to go in the right direction and don't have to go through all the trial and error what I've done over the past years, you know, the, the happier I, I am become and the happier the people who I hang out with become because it's just, for me, it's very, really rewarding to see people change their life to the better within a couple of weeks, you know, whether it's with diet and now with the breathing, it's, it's even with breathing, I think it's even quicker than any, anything else because you really can shift your mindset within like 10 to 15 minutes like dramatically, you know, you can, you can go from super stressed out to really, really zen and calm within like 15 to 20 minutes. And in the end, everyone want to take a, what takes pills for the anxiety and all that stuff. But all you do, all you need to do is basically use your own breath to calm your nervous system down. And that's yeah. the most natural thing we have. It's and the best thing is it's for free, you know? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, we're going to draw to a close because there's been some wonderful points here. And yeah, I'd say from myself, Joe's, it's been a pleasure. Thanks very much for, for taking the time out to talk to us. Well, thank you. Thank you so much, Jules. Thank you, guys. It's a pleasure. Thank you. For